around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are thrilled to be with you and excited about the good things that we know God always has 24-7 for every single person, <laughs> everybody. Uh, God has such a wonderful plan for you, and so we're here to just remind you of some of those wonderful promises and all of the authority and all of the gifts and all of the opportunities that avail us in this 21st century as we serve the Lord. So, darling, let's talk to the folks right away and let's remind everybody um, about what the mission, what the priority is, where everything is. Um, there's so much happening right now. We're sitting here in Miami, Florida. <laughs> yeah, on our way to Peru, Peru South America. That's right. Yeah, we had this overnight in Miami, uh, left Tulsa. We're on, uh, we're, you know, we're doing eight airplanes on this trip. That's so, right. So <laughs> uh, we, we've got two down well, and six to go. Well. But uh, anyway, we uh, are overnighting in Miami and headed to Peru uh, tomorrow. And uh, then we'll overnight there in the capital city of Lima. Of and Lima. then mm-hmm. And then go on the next day to Arequipa and uh, start a series of meetings. And yes. we'll have those series of meetings there in Arequipa. And people are coming in from different places in the country, and there's going to be uh, ministers there at a minister's conference. I'm a minister to pastors, which is what, of course, I've done for so many years, right, and the Lord right. told me to do when I was 18. That's right. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, we're coming back to uh, Lima, capital right. city, and going to be ministering there at uh, Rama. We always love to do anything we can for Rama. I always feel like that's when I'm right. doing something for Rama, I'm doing something for Brother Hagen. Yes, you know, I've known Brother Hagen. Right. I met Brother Hagen when I was 16 years old. And uh, he was a dear friend, a great, yes. great man of God, great prophet of God. And uh, I never, I never attended Rama, but I've spoken there many times. They asked me, right. Brother Hagen asked me if I would come. The first year he started in 1974, he sent uh, uh, Buddy Harrison and uh, Dr. Ken Stewart and uh, Ken Hagen Jr. Uh-huh. And uh, they came to my hotel room and they said, uh, "Dad wants us to talk to you that he's starting a Bible school and he's going to call it Rama." Uh-huh. And uh, he's going to start it down at uh, Brother Mulward's church, uh, Sheridan uh, Assembly of God, Sheridan Christian Center. And uh, he'd like for you to come uh, as an honorary student, as a charter student. And there'll be no charge because you're already in the ministry and already having miracles and already uh, doing things for God. But uh, you'd be a charter student and, and it'd be, be no charge to you. It'd be free of charge. And I said, guys, I'm so honored and I'm so <laughs> delighted and, and I appreciate it so much. And I related that to Brother Hagen later. I said, I just can't. I, I, I just can't. We're living in Mexico, uh, having blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, cripples walk. Right. I mean, just wonderful things, preaching the gospel, you know, several times a week and just having a ball uh, in the Holy Ghost and helping people. And I said, I feel like I can't put my hand to the plow and look back. You know, I said, I'd love to have done it, you know, a couple of years ago before I right. came to Mexico, but I feel right. like I can't do it now. So um, I've always been like an honorary student, Dad said. And then Ken Jr., uh, uh, Pastor Hagen uh, said to me a few years ago, he said, Terry, I think you probably hold the record for speaking at Ramas around the world for, for a non-Rama graduate. For somebody who never <laughs> went to Rama, you That's probably right. hold the record for, for speaking at Ramas around the world. So anyway, we're going to be in Lima, Peru, and we'll be speaking there for Jim Andrews <clears throat> and uh, speaking at Rama. That. And that's always... That's always a blessing. I remember the first time I took you to Mexico uh, right after we got married and we spoke at the Rama down there. I yes. remember I had you come up and, 
and uh, speak in, in, right. uh, in Mexico City there for Tim and Rhonda Rogers. And I mean, you just stood there and cried because you felt the same way I feel, like you're actually right. doing something uh, that, that involves right. Brother Hagen. Something, and it's a faith some, some kind of a heritage and a payback and a yeah, bless back yes, yes, for yes. all that he put into us. As you so we're going to be just delighted to do both of those meetings oh, in Lima wonderful. and in Arequipa as well. We just appreciate the prayers uh, of our partners and our That's friends. Right. Pray for us while That's we're on right. this trip. And we'll be there for two weeks and ministering uh, in, in both those cities. And uh, then we're going to come back into Miami and we're going to minister, uh, do a three-day meeting for our dear friend, Pastor Jerry Moore, that's right. at Words of Life in, uh, in Miami. <laughs> Looking and forward to And that's going to be really fun and yes. really good. We always love to go to Words of Life, love Jerry Moore, and love the church and the church people. We've got lots of friends in that church. We've got lots of partners in that church. Yes, we do. And so we always look forward to coming into Miami and ministering to them as well. So it's busy. It is busy. And we just got back from Brother Copeland's meeting, <laughs> Southwest Believers that's right. Convention. That's we right. saw Je- Jesse right. DePlantis and Jerry Savelle. It's just an ongoing uh, Brother Copeland and Gloria. I mean, we just, yeah, it's just a, it's just a mutual love fest, <laughs> you know. And, yes. And I appreciated Jesse ministering to me uh, one oh, night. That was uh, he so just wonderful. walked over at the very close of the service, walked over and gave me a word of knowledge and, and prophecy about some things, and it was just wonderful. And uh, so. Uh, it's been a busy, busy time. We were there at my party, right. my anniversary, my 50, 50 year years, celebration on Sunday night, a week ago Sunday night, That's right. the 29th, and then the very next day we started Brother Copeland's meeting, Southwest Believers, That's right. and then we just buzzed home for a couple of days and reshuffled our suitcases and uh, took Boy, off for this ever. trip, yeah. and this trip's kind of crazy suitcase-wise it because is. it's it wintertime in Peru. <laughs> It's in the 30s at night and 50s in the day and then wintertime, oh so we're goodness. having day heavy winter clothes, yes. and yet we're coming back into Miami where it's not wintertime. I know. It, it's a, you know, it's always a challenge in that regard because people, people see you from the microphone, mm-hmm. from behind sure. the microphone, and they do not realize that the, all the preparation that it takes just you know, to get that suitcase packed right. and to get everything that you think you're going to need, and especially when, it's, when it's, the demand is on you to be prepared both in a cold climate and a very warm climate, sure. and uh, being out of the country then back in the country. And so it's really, um, you know, more anointing and strength and health oh, than sure. people realize. I remember one time, Renee, it was 1986, I believe it was, that I, I did a huge crusade, open-air crusade in India. And, uh, I think we had 100,000 people in the crowd that year, and Muslims and Hindus were well, preaching the gospel, and blind eyes opened, deaf ears unstopped, devils cast out, people were getting saved by the thousands and thousands and thousands. And um, Muslims getting saved, Hindus getting saved. And in the daytime, I had 2,500 pastors that I was ministering to and training them several sessions a day in 120-degree heat. Wow. And I had Jackie and all my four goodness. kids, all four of my kids with me. Right. And uh, Jackie said to me before we went on the trip, she said, darling, I can't pack for this trip because I was leaving there and going to New Zealand right. where it was it's winter. winter. <laughs> and so we were going to have to do right. India in 120-degree heat That's and then right. go to New Zealand where it's wintertime. Goodness and she gracious. said, I just can't pack for six people, for four kids and me and you, <laughs> uh, uh, both summer clothes for India and uh, for a 10-day crusade right. and pastor's conference and then winter clothes for New Zealand. And I said, no, you don't have to do that. I'll tell you what you do. I said, when we finish the crusade in India... I said, then I'm going to send you and the kids to Hawaii. And I said, y'all can just hang out on the beach, uh, and I'll go to New Zealand, and I'll preach in New Zealand in the wintertime. And when I finish preaching in New Zealand, then I'll meet you 
uh, back on my way home, I'll meet you in Hawaii, and I'll spend two or three days with you in Hawaii, and then we'll come on home. So I just sent them to hang out on the beach. In fact, you came over and met yes, Jackie. I did. Uh, yes, I did. You, you flew over from Corpus Christi and uh, met Jackie and, and the kids, uh, and uh, y'all just partied and hung out and visited. And then, <laughs> and then by the time I got there from New Zealand, you had already left and gone right, back home. Right, right, right. You know, I just look at all of that. I was thinking about those scriptures as you were talking that the Apostle Paul said that the, the church had, had ministered to them. And he said, we, are, we have no lack. Yeah. And he said, you sent, and then you sent again. Right. And he said, we have no luck. You sent once and again. <laughs> once and again. And I think about now knowing, you know, Dean and I pastored those 38 years, and then um, and we're in the ministry 44 years together, and then now traveling with you where I was a pastor's wife, and God supplied all those things, and now here we are you know traveling and God supplies to get what we need in the suitcase and then thinking about the apostle Paul of what all they had to provide and I was reading this week in Luke where Jesus said I I need a donkey <laughs> I need a donkey yeah, I've, I've needed a donkey a time or two over and the years. he said I'm, there's a place down there tell them the master has need yeah. of it and I and, t- and they'll give you the donkey yeah, go down there and steal this horse and if you get caught <laughs> uh, say the master has need of it don't, don't you know those guys were nervous and they got down there and here they are horse oh. stealing which is hanging the fence and somebody I- says hey what are you doing with my horse? And they say, oh what do you say to say uh, 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 oh the master has need of it they say okay great go ahead and take it you know, I just look at all the things that the gospel, that Jesus has needed, that the Apostle Paul needed, that there were different needs at different times for different tasks that the Lord had sent oh, sure. them to do. And for Jesus to walk up... And his you know, storehouse is never empty, yeah, never yeah. without, never, never without goods. You know, and, and God knowing and, and everything being a, a crescendo to this day and time that we live in, you know, that we are... Um, you know, back then they needed a donkey. Yeah. And uh, they needed five loaves. It's funny and, how they had to just obey instantly. Yeah. You know, then he said to him one time, he said, by the way, go to town, yeah. hang out in town, and when you see this guy walking around with a water pitcher, yeah. <laughs> follow him home and tell him I need, his, I need the upper room. I need the upper room. <laughs> I'm going to have a meal there. That's so amazing. You know, Jesus said the little boy that had five loaves and two fishes. Sure. And there, as things have progressed... You know, people needed boat tickets, and they needed a boat. You know, they needed a boat, and they needed a boat ticket. Yeah. And then then they needed a train ticket. Yeah, (laughs) Then they needed a guide and a canoe. Sure. And then here we are in this. I've been there, done that. Yeah, and then here we are in this generation. We need a plane ticket. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And we need everything that we're going to have to pack into a suitcase. So, so as as time and generations and the and the whole system of how the earth functions from generation to generation god has always been there to meet the need always been there god to meet has the need. always provided never the lack need for never the want of god. never shortage oh i know never poverty I, my mind's just whirling here with from genesis to revelation of what all god's going to be doing in these last days and where he started from with adam and eve they didn't need anything they didn't even need clothes no they and didn't, didn't, and they didn't provided. know they didn't And they need didn't them. even, yeah. And now here you and I are, um, you know, in this day and time, we're having to have clothes for winter and clothes for spring and clothes for summer. Sure. All in one suitcase. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I look at, at how God provided. I, I think it's over here in Ezekiel. I'll have to I'll have to read this to find you ladies this especially but you know the Proverbs 31 woman says Terry that that she doesn't fear the snow in the winter because she and her family are in readiness for it 
And one time, oh, absolutely. De- Dean and I were getting ready. You know, we were going up to our friends in Kansas that we introduced you to later. Sure. And, and it was so exciting Back to me. In the and, 70s. I, and here I am living in Houston, Texas, and I don't have any need for winter clothes or ski clothes, you know. And here we are believing God for food on our table, and now I've got it. We're going to go preach for some people on the ski slopes, and I need to have every every single item you need for skiing. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I found that scripture. I mean, it just jumped off the pages one day to me that God would provide for me and my family, and I would not fear the climate right. that God would call me into. And God and could acclimate you and he, climatize yes. you and give you the right clothes for and the right climate. And he give you the right clothes for the right climate. And it was, it was just absolutely astounding to me that by the time we shut the trunk of that car and we were ready to pull out of the driveway, I had every single item of clothing for Dean and I and, the, and our two boys. And when we got up there ready to preach to those folks at that ski slope, we had revival Praise because God. I was so happy. Well, I remember be- the reports of that meeting. Yes. That was good. That was good. But I wanted Most people to, were excited. I'm just going to sh- tell you all this real quickly here because we, we want to just remind you of the promises of God all the time. That God will provide for you in every generation. Psalm 90 verse 1 says, Lord, you have been our refuge and our dwelling place in all generations. Yes. Isn't that a comfort? Our and refuge then the, and our dwelling place. And our dwelling place in all generations. Terry, you know what we were talking about at your 50 years was that thinking about all the airline tickets it's all the food, all of the arrangements, all of the hotels, all of those pastors' conferences you put on where you paid for everything for days for those ministers to come, sometimes thousands of them at a time that you would provide for. And God paid all of that. Oh, and absolutely. it was I the mean bus tickets, the plane bus tickets, tickets the, the plane tickets. I mean just what you've done in Romania in the last, you know, the three years that I've that you and I you know, have Jackie been finally told me one day in Oaxaca, Mexico, we'd <laughs> done the bus several times. And, right, right. And uh, around those horrible oh, yes, hairpin so curves right, and the diesel, right. diesel fumes oh, and all that. Yeah. And one day she just looked at me and she said, you know what? I'm done. I have ridden my last bus. God loves me more than this. I'll never take <laughs> a bus again. That's right. And she didn't. She never did. I tell you, I, I took the bus several times after that, but she... Uh, God flew that girl wherever wherever she needed to go. See, and that's just the standard. I, you know, for for all the years that I was on radio there in Corpus Christi on raising the standard on that fifty thousand watt station, I just always kept fa- feeling like if I would just inch my faith out a little bit, God would always meet me there, just sure. a little bit more, just inch it out a little bit more. He'd, meet, he'd meet you where? Yeah, <laughs> he, he would just meet meet, meet you there. Remember, yeah. remember Brother Osteen's sermon, a place called a there. A place called there. <laughs> Always get in the place called there. That's uh, a classic, classic, classic sermon classic message. of Brother John Osteen's. A place called there. I wanted to read you all here in Ezekiel chapter sixteen. It's such a <laughs> tremendous chapter where I just learned to believe God for clothes. Proverbs thirty one, where the proverb woman says that she does not fear for the snow. For she and her family are in readiness for it. And then here in Ezekiel 16 where the Lord says, I clothed you with embroidery cloth, and I shod you with fine leather, and I girded you about with fine linen, and I covered you with silk. <laughs> I just think that's amazing. God knows about silk and embroidery. Isn't yes, that he does. 
I decked you also with ornaments, and I put bracelets on your wrist and a chain around your neck, and I put a ring on your nose and earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown upon your head. And you were decked with gold and silver, and your raiment was of linen and fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth, and you ate fine flour and honey, and you were exceedingly beautiful. And I love this last line. And you prospered into royal estate. <laughs> and the New Testament Sounds comes like along. Sounds like Jesus to me. Yes, the New Testament comes along and says that we are a royal priesthood, a holy people. You know, that we are the people of God. We're peculiar in that God will provide every single thing that everybody needs. You know, the focus is not on just one person or one ministry or one type of, of outreach but God wants to, God is busy he can he can hold two thoughts in his brain and <laughs> you were where people in the world seem to just be so stumped over having to think broadly about things sometimes but you know the body of Christ should be the example Terry of that God's got a big work and he's doing it around the world and Absolutely. there is no shortage in the kingdom of God and he's just looking for somebody that will believe him to meet every single need in their life, and then they're able to bless many others from, from their coffers of abundance. No, that's true. He absolutely can clothe you. You know, he does better than me. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I needed to tell you, you know, this morning we was packing, and I was right. going to go upstairs and get our gloves right. <laughs> for Peru in the 30-degree weather. Well, um, I forgot that. Yeah, well, and I did too. I was going to be the backup, and I I blew that. So we are we are. I don't have to warm our fingers. Warm while our we're fingers. In Peru. Yeah, he'll have that inner fire. And he can do it. He can do it. There's so many things that the Lord, if we'll if we'll stretch our faith, if we'll look out into the realm of the unknown, and not put any um, chains or you know hindrances to God being able to meet your need. There's nothing the Bible says too hard for the Lord that with what's impossible with man is possible with Amen. God. And if you and I will trust Him, if believers and pastors and leaders will preach from their pulpits that God is big enough not just to take care of your need, but to change hearts and change lives and change nations. Absolutely. And that's what we're up to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Nation we, changing. Yeah, that's right. That's what we're That's what World we're, changing. <laughs> you know, and when, we, when you minister to these pastors coming up, uh, over the next two weeks uh, there in, in the country of Peru. You know, th that's just really washing the feet of the saints oh, and ministering to them in such a beautiful way that will encourage them, strengthen them, and, and cause them to be courageous. Well, you know, Renee, every time I do a pastor's conference, all these decades that I've been doing pastor's conferences around the world, yes, you have. I always look out there at that crowd, and I'm always looking for another me. Right. You know, I'm always looking. I mean, I used to sit out there. Right. I used to be hungry. Oh, I yeah, used to sure. say, oh, man, I, I just want some testimonies. I just sure, want to help sure. people. I want to go somewhere. And, uh, and, and you know, I was hungry, and I, and here I was just a kid from West Texas. And right. God got me the word, and, and you know, and I, I, he introduced me to Kenneth Hagin and Kenneth Copeland and, and Oral Roberts and T.L. Osborne and, and Lester Summerall and yeah. all these guys I used to run around with. They're all, you know, in heaven today. They're not Brother Copeland. But, uh, you know, I, I just look out there and say, there's a, there's a hungry kid out there somewhere. There's a hungry young pastor right, out there right. that's just, just straining into bit, wanting to go do exploits for God. <laughs> and, right. and I'm always looking for that, that, that man or woman that's oh, just my. got that hungry. And I've got them around the world. You know, no, I, I mean, right. I've trained, I've trained pastors people. and ministered the word to them. And, 
some of those some of those guys around the world feel about me the way I feel about Brother Hagen and Brother Copeland and that's true you know and Lester and Oral and TL and those guys and I just I, I'm and I'm just looking forward to this week in Arequipa oh, and in wonderful. Lima where we can just just I mean where the light comes on no that's right we're speaking the word of faith and speaking teaching the word and training them in the what, word yeah. and all of a sudden. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit pricks their heart. You know, in, in Acts chapter uh, two, when Peter oh, preached on the good. day of Pentecost, it says that the, it says their hearts were pricked. Their hearts were pricked, and I believe in God for these pastors and young ministers uh, for their hearts to be pricked, and for the Holy Spirit to turn the light on, That's and right. then to move on their will. You know, when it, it said when Jesus preached, it said their hearts burned, burned within, within them. them. That's right. And then when Paul preached, he said about his people he was preaching to, he said, it, he said when they heard me preach, it stirred, stirred in, in my listeners, in the hearts of my listeners, the most, most holy, holy emotions. emotions. And that's what I'm looking for in Atikipa and what I'm looking for in wow. in Lima this week, that it stirs on the, in, the, in, in the hearts of our listeners, of that it people. burns their heart within them, it pricks their heart right. and stirs their most holy emotions and causes them to be another, you know, right. great man or woman of God. Who knows if the next Billy Graham's not out there? Well, that's right. You know, and that Romans, I mean, not Romans, but Hebrews 1 says that those angels have been sent out to help uh, ministers <laughs> and people Absolutely. preaching the gospel as like flames of fire. And there's people listening to us today. Yeah. Who knows who's listening to us that's today? That's right. I mean, the next, the next Billy Graham, the next Kenneth Hagin, the next right. Tia Lawson, Old Roberts. A flame of fire. Absolutely. Yeah, and I heard. If your heart's uh, burning within you right now, that's because we prayed yes, for you. That's right. That uh, your heart would be pricked. That your heart would burn within you. That stir in your heart the most holy emotions. And what now you need to get your Bible and go get them. That's right. You know, and go deeper into the Lord. Raise your standard. You know, it. The the. I think it's uh, first. I uh, know Ephesians three over there. Said in that prayer that Paul prayed, he said that we might know the height, the length, the breadth, and the depth. Absolutely. Depth of the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, that we might have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself, so that. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think according Amen. to the power Amen. that's in us. So God's wanting to stir the church yes, he and is. stir every and it's single going to take a member in the church. Yes it is. We've got to have a cultural change here in America. We've had some political change and political fires and things exposed and and there's battles and and I mean hell is raging. Hell wants to take as many people to hell and and deceive them. And make water, them crazy. Water down the gospel. Yeah, water down the gospel. Dumb down the gospel. Turn turn people into murderers and liars and pedophiles and rapists. I mean, just horrible, horrible things. Just take like Proverbs. You and I've read that over there in Proverbs, where, where it says there. I think in Proverbs seven it says, "Where the spirit of the world steals away the precious life, the precious of, a life man, of, a of a man." Of a man. Yep. And we don't want those things to happen to you. And so we're we're a voice warning. Um, as as the writers in the wilderness, yeah, as the as the New Testament says, we want to warn, admonish, and encourage one another daily. For the days are dark, and there's so much work that has to be done. We're we're not just in this, Terry, for self preservation. No, of course not. <laughs> you know, we're in this for multiplication. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that we can take this gospel around the world, and God has invested so much in your life. To, for this day and hour, I mean, like we were talking about your fifty years, this this isn't a quitting place. Oh no, there's no quit. <laughs> no, there's no. There's no retire. There's this no quit. It's just milestone. a milestone. Yeah, yeah, this is. No, there's souls to be won, Renee. 
their souls are crying. Their souls are saying, "Where, where's the help? How, what do I do? How do I get to How God? How must I who, be saved? Who, who will talk? Who will tell me? That's who right. will talk to me? Who will help me? Who will who will teach me? Who will turn on the light in this darkness?" And I'm My saying, "My goodness." Hey, here, Here I am, I Lord, send, send me. me. Send me. <laughs> you know, those so, no, are, there's miracles. Yeah. There's blind eyes that need to be opened. Prayers Deaf ears that, have that need to be, be unstopped. The devils that need to be cast out. Dead need to be raised. I tell you, there, there's, there's, there's things that needs to be done in the kingdom, and I, I'm, uh, I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm oh, like Caleb. Right. But Caleb said at 85 years old, he said, I'm as strong <laughs> as and I as was. ready for war as yes. I was 40 years ago. Now give me give that me mountain. Give me that mountain, you know. And I believe God will do that. He will. He will strengthen you for the final lap around, you know, the world that you're going to go sure. for the rest of your life here. Sure. And the things that God's got planned. I mean, we have to be the the runners. And, you know, I'm already excited about our, our November yeah. trip to Malta. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, that's that's going to be our next that's big, big budget big budget thing after we get back from this trip is believe in God for the finance for Malta <laughs> to pay for those pastors coming from Africa and from, from oh, Europe yeah, and, yeah. and uh, to minister to them and of course our expenses and all the, that it takes to do a pastor's conference oh, my but goodness. that's going to be November we're going to miss us, uh, the, uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving again, again. we were in Samoa yeah. last Thanksgiving going to be away from our again. family this year again. but I'm, I'm already excited about Malta I got I gotta I gotta tune down and get in get South America done, you know, and, right? But, but then Malta's on the horizon. Yeah, then uh, then there's, there's no quit. And this month, I mean, we're going to be home what two days? Because when we get home South America. We'll be home two days. We go right to Mexico City. Exactly. And uh, for Wayne Myers, because Wayne Myers, um, and is you'll be preaching down there. Ninety-six years old. And, yeah, and ninety-six, well, still preaching, well, still going. And then I'll be ministering down there at a wonderful church of dear friends of ours uh, in the ministry, and it's yeah. just going to be. I man, we're just going to go. Yeah, go you know, ye, that's go ye, go, go ye, go ye. There's no, you know, well, if you take if you take go out of the gospel, all you have is just a spell. <laughs> just an old Pentecostal spell. No, that's right, that's right. God I, said, "Go ye." That means ye means you. That's the truth. Every one of you, and every one of, of God's you, are so valuable. G O. Yeah, and if you'll just do it, you know, if you'll get out of bed, like Terry's saying, and go. If you'll show up, if you'll just show that's up. Right. There are people that need to see and you, you smiling go and, and loving and with praying. Us, and yeah. we'll go for you. Help oh, my us, goodness. Help us go. You Pray know, for us when we go. Send money when we go. That's one reason, you know, we go and, we go and get jobs is so we can make money to support the gospel. No, that's right. You know, it, it, what I learned from Brother Copeland many years ago that the job was not just to put the food on my table no, right. but it was to give me an avenue of seed give me a, a way to make seed and my tithes so that i can invest that in the kingdom of sure. god and then god will meet your needs and yeah and that's exactly right and that way i my life would be bigger than just putting food on my table sure when i get involved with the kingdom of god it makes my life valuable no, to the work of god to the world well and it's international yeah it You're is touching people around the globe it changes you. Prayers are touching people around the globe. Yeah, you know your, your prayers and your money. I, we've got to go, but I wanted to tell you. I was reading over there what in Acts, Acts chapter ten, where it says about about Cornelius. Uh -huh. I had this was one morning early before you would gotten up. I was in there the day. I had an absolute revival over the second verse of Acts chapter ten, where it says his alms and his prayers had touched heaven. Mm. And I just got so excited. Yeah, I'd read that, you know, maybe hundreds of times. Oh, sure. And I just, that. 
and I just absolutely got so Touched excited heaven. that my prayers and my money are noticed in heaven. Absolutely. And so I just want to leave you all with that today. Terry and I, as you can tell, are, are uh, just excited and we're thankful, we're grateful. And I think that's, you know, what we bring to the table is that we're very, very grateful and we're very thankful for what God has done. Oh, and so we gladly do the work of the gospel. Looking back on my 50 years in ministry, oh, goodness, I am Terry, most man. grateful. <laughs> most grateful. The yes, times yes, he yes. saved my life, the times he's, oh my oh, goodness. Oh my goodness. The, heal, the times he's healed you and Jackie and the sure, kids, the sure. times that God has done so many wonderful things. I, I am a grateful missionary. Yes, yes, yes. You know, well, we've got to go today. And uh, we believe this podcast is going to be a great blessing to you. And remember, you can always find these podcasts at terrymiseministries.org. Uh, They're all archived there. And then also just simply at terrymise.com. All of the products are there. Our preaching schedule is there. Uh, if you would like to contact the office, you have a prayer request, we do see those. We pray over them. Our secretary sends them to us in text so that we can uh, receive them at, by email or by text. And we're there praying for you and believing God with you yes, and, we and we love testimonies. I just read a half oh, a dozen yeah. testimonies oh, yeah, yesterday really. before we left. So we know yeah, it we works. Stacked up waiting for we, them when we, yeah, got, when we, we got know home. it works. A lady wrote we in. Just, a, we just appreciate our partners. Oh my goodness. Yes, you know, I'm yes, still yes. getting checks and, 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 and yeah. gifts from my 50 years Birthday in, cards. in yeah. ministry and, and cards and, and just, just sweet. I got, a, I got a check for $500 today from a pastor I don't even know. Isn't that amazing? I don't know how he knows me. Really? But he said, thank you for your 50 years in ministry. What and an for honor. being God faithful and being clean and being honorable. Being so kind and, and so generous, we just uh, appreciate them. And I, I've never been to the church and don't know who they are. Well, my, my, my. You know, God will just speak to people. I, you know, if you're believing God for money today and you've got to have some, I'm telling you, you tell God just like uh, Mordecai did. He woke, God woke up King Ahasuerus. In sure. order to bless Mordecai. Yeah. King Ahasuerus didn't know Mordecai had saved his life. That's right. And it said the king couldn't sleep. And he asked for the books of, re of remembrance or the, the, you know, the log of, of what, the, what had gone on in the palace and found out Mordecai had spared his life. And from Absolutely. that point on, his life was blessed. So I know God can talk to people for you. Don't quit on the Lord. Believe God. Trust the Lord. Terry and I are praying for you. And as we go out and minister this to other people, it's just exciting to see the fruit. No, of what we've done. Well, we've got to go today. We love you dearly. God bless you. We'll talk to you, you next week, by the way, from, from uh, Peru. Peru. Yes. <laughs> yeah, next Wednesday, we'll have to, you know, we're not going to be home, so we'll have to make our podcast uh, from uh, live on the field. That's right. From Peru. Oh, it'll be so, fine. Uh, those of you that are saying us, you're going to get your fine, money's fine. worth out of us. Cause you, you know, people tell me all the time, say, Terry, we want you working. We want you out there working. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to be out there working. Yes. We'll talk to you next week from uh, Peru. God bless you all. And just remember, like Terry said, for all these years, you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.